Hello everybody, and welcome back to A Couple of Friends with No Class. This week, Amelia is back to talk about music and what it means to her. Take a listen as season two continues. Don't believe me, just watch. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's good to, you know, Zoom again, hanging out. It's cool to see yes. faces over texting. It's great. Mm-hmm. Loving the space you got going there. Did you red decorate a little bit? Thank you. Yeah, I added the little flag and then, you know, I've always had this stuff, but my roommate and I are going to do like, we have this like art wall, but we're going to make like the whole like um, entrance way like art and we're going to do like vines and like hang like poems and like photographs from it and stuff. It's going to be cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, my roommate just like officially moved out. Not so you're like in a single now. I really, yeah, it's a four person suite. There's one person on this side, that's me. There's one person on the mm-hmm. other side in the two room space. So it's like two of us in a four person suite. And I don't know what's gonna happen because we're, we're like on a wow. room freeze for a little bit. So that's all right. Well, cool. So today we are here to talk about music and stuff. Cut something that I know we both enjoy. It's kind of your major and stuff. So we're gonna talk <laughs> about that. I think it should be kind of fun and engaging. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, good. Thank you for coming. Uh, always good to chat with you about the topics of music. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, I'll just, I'll hop into it now. Um, what are some of your favorite musicians currently? I understand the musicians kind of rotate around, so you can't really ask you your favorite musicians overall, but like, what are they currently? What is your current vibe? Mm, currently, I've been listening to a lot of classic rock um so also like I've been listening to Cage the Elephant lately that's not classic rock but they're really good um but like I love like Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Pink Floyd, all those guys and like Prince also um but but recently I've been weirdly interested in Cage the Elephant because I was just listening to random stuff and then Ain't No Rest for the Wicked do you know that song like ain't no rest for the wicked I think so yeah (laughs) um so I like forgot that existed and I, I never like I don't think heard the direct part of the whole song and I heard it and I was like oh my god this is amazing so I've just been kind of listening to that album and kind of discovering that because I've been playing around with a lot of different sounds lately and with what I write and they are almost like a like more modern classic rock like it feels like it has pieces of the classic rock that I love but it's more modern which is interesting and then I also love um Fiona Apple and Phoebe Bridgers and you know all that good stuff um because I I don't think that like one person should just have to stick to one genre. I just really like people who break the rules with music and then also just like songs that make me feel really like I could just go and like run 17,000 miles. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like the fact that people can explore and you know, but also the idea that like all the artists that I do love have these very unique sounds and I I definitely want to search for like not replicating those sounds but finding something that's unique to me that is inspired by or that has the like the the beauty of sounds like that yeah that, that, that's a very good way of, of phrasing it. music often kind of just like always kind of changing always kind of adapting to new new you know new 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 lots of things new cultures right. new, new 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 mindsets that's that's mm-hmm. a very 
It's a very good point. And I just like, yeah. I don't know, I have this dream of like being a, like a, in a rock band. So I love being able to listen to music like that and like feel empowered. Oh yeah. When, when, when did you start thinking it'd be cool to be in a rock band? Um, so I, my sister and I kind of discovered rock music together because my music is really just like, my music tastes like a combination of my mother's and my father's and then some of my own stuff. But I think like my dad has been playing rock music in our house since we were like babies. Um, and we, you know, we kind of rejected it because that's what kids naturally do to their parents. Like, ah, that's gross. Um, so, you know, recently, I think it was probably like senior year. I have been doing theater for longer than I wanted to be in a rock band. Um, and I would, you know, after playing roles like Maureen Johnson or stuff like that, like being in rock musicals and like Belty and all that stuff, like I have always naturally gravitated towards that. But also my dad has been playing rock music in our house like forever. So um, I think senior year, my sister and I really got more into rock music and started playing together. Like she plays bass, I play guitar and piano and all the other things. <laughs> um, so we just kind of experimented with different sounds and coming to school, I, you know, have been wanting to be in a rock band. So I've been kind of just jamming with people when I can. And yeah. Yeah. And it was really cool. Like when you did um, like rock and roll at coffee house, that was really cool. Like, yeah. That, was that, that was definitely, I guess that was probably the start of it too. Like there was this song by Sarah Bareilles, surprisingly, which you wouldn't think would be rock, but um, it's called come around soon. And I did it. I remember like junior year and I felt like so empowered when I learned that song. So I just, I think I've always really been connected to that kind of music, but I haven't really explored it as much. What if I know I've, I've been over to the Kershaw household. You got lots of pianos, <laughs> guitars everywhere, amps yeah. on every corner. Um, but what, um, what really inspires you to succeed and continue to explore music? I'm sure your parents have a great influence in that as well. Yeah, I was just so lucky that my parents always supported me because I know both of them are artists and they decided to, you know, choose like, practicality over their dreams but they still you know find ways to explore it my mom's a poet my dad's a musician um but I just I was so think I'm currently so thankful that they put trust in me and that they are helping me follow my dreams and I know it's because they see you know something in me and I really appreciate their support so yeah I, I wrote the song lyric that was like I'm a victim of my own ambition a villain of my own creation and I think ambition can be beautiful and inspiring, but it can also be damaging because when I find something I love, I want to do everything about it, you know, like everything I can explore, everything I can do. Um, so once I realized I loved music, I wanted to explore like every facet of music and, you know, musical theater, I gravitated towards, but I started loving music first, you know, like just like jam into like pop music. And then I discovered rock later and whatever. But I think what has inspired me is just like, genuinely music and genuinely the instruments that have been in my house like I genuinely pianos are a specific thing for me like I feel like pianos have all of the energy of all of the people who have ever played them into into it and you can hear it and you can feel it and the piano at my house has so much story to it and I you know it's been with my dad and we've grown up dancing to his music and then he taught me how to play music on it and my friends have come to my house and played shops on it and like it's just kind of the culmination of so many people that I love in one thing and then coming to music school and seeing how many pianos we have here and like some of them old some of them new and like there's this very specific piano in my acting studio that's like slightly out of tune but it's fine <laughs> um and just like 
feeling it and, and playing it for my projects and then just like feeling how many amazing people have played it. And like, we even had amazing guest people, like guest performers come in that are friends of my acting teacher. And then I was the last one to play the piano and then having them go and play like these amazing fucking things on it. I was like, oh my God, I'm a part of it. Like, it was just so beautiful to know that music is not, I know people kind of put it as the like music is like an, it's almost like an individual sport. You know what I mean? But I don't believe it is. I really just think that music is like these roots that connect all throughout history and they they start at different places but they all kind of create this fun little web of interesting ideas and concepts and chords and whatever and like patterns and themes and it's just so beautiful to me that all of us write from the same set of notes and but we all create something so different but also so similar you know what I mean so that's just what inspired me to kind of that was a yeah that's really cool way of phrasing it so it but and that's also really cool what you said there about like um like the piano is kind of like a, I, I mean, I'm taking a music and global cultures class. And we're talking a lot about mm-hmm. the piano in relation to a lot of things and stuff. Um, so it's, but I know it's like, like the piano has been like a, it's like a, you know, it's starting like, like the old kind of like renaissance, renaissance, is that even a word? But like, you know, like, like, you know, like kind of like your Beethoven mates, Mozart, 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 I was saying. Anyway, um, Mozart. Mozart. You know, the great old Mozart. Oh, my buddy down there, good old Mozart. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, you know, started on, you know, those things, so, you know, it's kind of, piano's kind of been like a very, a lot of other instruments have kind of changed and adapted to different styles, becoming tenors or altos or anything like that. But the piano's kind of remained a, a, a constant, a lot of music thing. So I'm glad that you kind of have, that's a really cool, like, thing you kept, like, you're, you're like, mm-hmm. you know, by using the piano, you feel the, the energy of everyone who's ever used it before. And that's, that's, that's really cool. I know, like, you see pianos in a lot of places, like I said, you know, you are, it's being more of a music-y kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like, lots of musical theatery kind of stuff you see pianos pie lots of places it's probably a very good um like constant to be like oh yes you know the you know the instrument that i've grown up with and that i have so many memories of is still here so it's like a nice little like echoey memory thing and that's really cool right it's it's really nice and, I, and they're all different and it's beautiful and then you know, i have my guitar and here and my electric guitar and I jam all the time my neighbors probably hate me but <laughs> I'm lucky that my roommate like like doesn't hate it and she's like really supportive too also I love like the fact this is kind of off topic but I love the fact that like we can all like explore different mediums of art and like support each other and like the fact that like I live with somebody who's not a music student but like loves music but she like just like animates stuff and then she'll show me like videos of like these balls bouncing that she animated or like fun shit and I just I just I'm so inspired by all the people around me who are you know exploring art but in a different way yeah that's really that's really cool I I I know what you're talking about with the bouncing ball because it's like a certain like squish animation thing that I know mm-hmm. of, like yeah it's pretty she's cool. so good at it bro I'm telling you that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's really cool kind of back like I said back to your major thing this is segueing beautifully um when was the did you kind of have like a moment where you're like oh okay I want to make you know, I want to study music. I want to make music my major in college. Like, what was like the moment when you're like, okay, I'm set to like, I'm set to where I'm going to go. I've got my path set up. It was, it was like kind of everyone's, which is upsetting because I wish it was like some like unique and like prolific moment where I was like, this is it, which it was, but it was also everyone's, which is really upsetting. But, you know, I'm going to own it. I went to see Wicked on Broadway. It was like the mm-hmm. first time. I had seen like a 
a professional musical and I went with my parents I was probably like 10 like 10 to 13 okay and I was sitting there and I just watched this woman sing Defying Gravity and be lifted up into the theater and like her voice filled this entire huge space of space and area and I was in the back like I was in the back because obviously like you know we're not going to get like front row tickets like whatever I'd never been to a show before I was 10 like what mm-hmm. um but I was there and I just remember sitting there after and being like holy shit can I swear on this this is okay yeah <laughs> okay this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen and I was just sitting there and the rest of my family was like oh yeah that was really cool but I was like you guys don't understand that wasn't as cool that was like that was everything it was, was just wicked. like <laughs> it was wicked yes, it, was it, was, wicked. It, it was just the craziest thing ever I I don't know why it just I think it's because you know I'd grown up loving movies or loving music always but seeing it like that it just was like I feel on fire right now and I'm not even the one up there like I wonder what it would feel like to be that to be able to sing like that and I, I know that's like Wicked. I mean, I think Wicked is one of those shows that is pretty universal for people because, you know, it's pretty well known. And throughout, you know, my experience after that, there were so many other moments where I realized I wanted to do this for my life. And, you know, once I started writing music and, you know, it always, it, but it did come back to that because Elphaba like will be one of my dream roles forever. And like, I hope that someday I get to, you know, have that full circle moment of being the one who is doing it. Um, and I know that's a dream for a lot of people, but I also think that there's no shame in like loving things that are considered basic or whatever. I think that there's a reason why Wicked is basic. It's because it's fucking incredible and Steven Schwartz is amazing and we should love it anyway. So that was my moment. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I know, I know Wicked was the first show that, um, Broadway show that I saw, but like Pride, mm-hmm. it wasn't like sophomore year of high school because we went on that trip mm-hmm. to, to New York to go see it. And then, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I, I know I went and watched Hamilton on Disney Plus, which inspired mm-hmm. me for like my um, video editing style for when we did Hades Town for the drama club. Um, then we're gonna go see West Side Story. Didn't COVID sucks anyway? Um, but like, but yes, I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. Got the vibes. Yes. Okay. Um, what's the um, what's the best advice someone has ever given you? Whether it's in the music thing or just a just in the theatery kind of department in general. Like you have anyone who was like gave you like some really, some really good advice. I have two. Go um, ahead, fire So away. one of them was my dad, and he said, "Don't write music for anyone else. Write music that you love, that that you want to write. Not because you don't like. It doesn't matter if you don't think people will like it. Write it for you." And I think when I was younger, I got into this idea that like I had to write music that would be popular and that everyone would love and all this stuff. And I, what I'm realizing is that, which kind of will segue into my next advice is that you have to tell like true authentic stories because specific authentic stories versus a generalized theme that you think will be applicable to everybody. Like that's not as impactful as a story that is uniquely your own. And then people can pull from that, you know and have like put their own experience in that. But to me, it's so much more interesting. Like, I think about like Taylor Swift because everybody knows Taylor Swift, right? I have always, I mean, she's great. I've, you know, she's written good music, but I think there is such a difference between her music before folklore 
and her music after because her stories are so much more specific and unique and I think it reaches like deeper and into you than like speak now or like fearless you know what I mean yeah because it's not that it's juvenile because her work is like there's something to be said about the fact that her music is so catchy and that she can do that but like the fact that her stories are so uniquely her own and that she creates these characters and all that stuff so you know that I think truth is like the biggest thing biggest advice I've gotten like how acting there was a I think my our my acting teacher this semester he said acting is always you with some shade and that was one of the best advices I mean best pieces of advice sorry but that was one of the best pieces of advice I had ever received because if you think about it when you're on stage you're still you you know and it's just like what shade are you like oh maybe in this character I'm me but I'm going to pull from this specific little nugget of me, you know, and that's, it even gets more fascinating when you think about people who have to play like the Joker or like villains and how you have to find that little iota of evil inside of yourself and pull from that and pull from other experiences. And like, that is what makes art so fascinating to me, especially like music and theater, because you have to be like, you have to be humble, like you have to be um, human. And I think a lot of the actors who are like conceited or who aren't willing to find evil within themselves and be honest about it, aren't as successful as the ones who are like unapologetically aware of all of the nuances of their own self and their inner being, you know? So that, that was like the best advice I ever got. Like acting is always you with some shade, I love that. But I think that's like that what you said there is like very interesting because like that's kind of like what I think made like June like twice as powerful. Cause I saw the show, which is a fantastic show, but I also saw the Amelia within the show. And I'm like, okay, I see like, you know, like it was, it was, it was it, it hit me on a deeper level. Come like, okay, this is like, like I said, right, uh, drama acting is often a little bit more autobiographical. And so I'm like, okay, like I see, you know, you know, all the all the all the, all the cast up there, yourself included, to be able to go up there and tell a story but I can see on on the other side there's like also it's a more of a autobiographical autobiographical true story kind of behind it too in that like on a deeper level it is about my stuff and it is so much about not only me but all the people in my life who have gave given me great advice but also other ones who have taught me the wrong lessons and some of those people being my own self like some of those people being my parallel universe, June, and, and for those of you who don't know, June in a parallel universe is a, um, the musical that I wrote that we performed back home, um, and it's about a girl named June who is kind of dealing with her own insecurities, and she imagines what life would be like if she was a parallel universe version of herself, and we get to see that come in life, um, come to life on stage, and the more that parallel universe June gains power, the more June's mental health worsens, and she wants to become this other idea of herself but the whole meaning is that we are beautiful within ourselves, and you know that these thoughts these terrible intrusive thoughts we have this tendency to want to ignore them because we want them to go away but the truth is in order to actually have them go away or lessen we have to acknowledge them you know and understand that in some twisted way that these thoughts are trying to protect us in the way that they think is protection but being able to reclaim those thoughts and help parts of you understand that you can be in charge, you can drive the car, 
you know, that is the journey of being a human and figuring out, you know, how to exist in our crazy world. So for a while, I recall that you were working on um, an album. How's that going? Well, Jason, <laughs> um, we just finished the, we finished recording it on awesome. last Friday. Yeah. And it's been like two years of writing and recording. I think, well, I think I probably started writing these like sophomore or junior year and I finished it senior year recording, uh, writing, and then we recorded it. Um, and it was just the craziest feeling ever to wrap up this like entire chapter of my life. Um, but yeah, we finished it on Friday, last Friday, and it was really cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that, is that it's kind of had to be like, like a very self-fulfilling thing to be like, you worked on this for so long and now you have the final product and that's probably fantastic. Yeah, it it's really cool because, um, you know, a lot of the album is about me losing my innocence and what that means. And it has a lot of pieces of people that I've loved in my life, but have since lost, not like they died, <laughs> like lost, you know what I mean? And I think it was hard to go back to that and relive those experiences, but then kind of adding new parts of myself into it, like more rock elements or all that stuff. And really hearing myself out like how we talk about in June like hearing out those parts of myself and writing about them and I just genuinely love this album it's 10 tracks um it's called unfolding the universe um and it's you know going to be coming out really soon um I can't give like a specific date yet because we still have to finish everything up like the masters and mix everything but we've been working on the album cover and there's some really cool stuff in there that I'm really excited to show people and I'm really proud of. So it's kind of like a time capsule in my high school years and I'm excited to show you guys. Yeah. So. Um, I also just want to thank um, Trey Lundquist who is helping me produce the album. Um, you know, I all the music is original. I wrote it by myself, but it was really cool having my first recording process, um, having someone like Trey who I've known for uh, since I was like 16, helping me record it and, you know, giving me really amazing ideas and, um, really cool drum parts he plays the drums on the album and he plays a lot of the electric guitar and bass parts and it's been really cool to work with him and to get my first experience recording with somebody that I really trust so I'm just really thankful for his time and his heart and love so thank you yeah today. <laughs> always good to have help from people it's always yeah. fantastic is that something I can link to the podcast when it comes out like yeah it's, it's gonna be cool. on spot it's gonna be on like every streaming service fantastic so yeah, and also yeah. I'm excited too because I'm gonna buy CDs and then I'm gonna go around to different record stores in Philly and like see if they wanna sell a couple copies because I know a lot of people do like local artists. So it's just crazy the idea like something I wrote is gonna be like in my hands. Like I'm gonna be able to hold it and be like, oh my god, I wrote this. Like that's yeah. crazy. Side note too, it's like that's why it's like I'm really excited for this next like stage of the podcast thing because we're doing it. I'm almost 100 sure we're gonna be recording it in the school's TV studio because I can like book yeah. that. I can book that room like through the website. So probably gonna be we're not going to be recording it in someone's dorm anymore. We're going to be in the school's like television studio. That's um, amazing. You might be doing podcasts that are more like video, like record, while, like, video record while we do our like thing too, like as opposed to like the waveform things that I've, I made for the first season. Um, mm -hmm. And like, we might be doing like a thing like this. Okay, so apparently the school is like a, a music festival. Like it's like in a uh, spring month. Um, and well, basically long story short, we might like, get a table at this music festival and like record a podcast live, have like people sit like, you know, sit there and be like doing the podcast thing and have like chairs that are available so people come and be like, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what the topic would be, pie music, but like, you know, like have people come over to be like, 
on the podcast, which I think would be so cool. Have like, you know, like a whole like that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So now oh I'm saying that, yeah, so cool. But so I said like like that, like that, like yes. Like now we're that entering like this whole yeah, it's gotten so much. Yeah. And I, I realized we can give it to the like I can I have to talk with people, obviously, but like we can give it to the radio station on campus. So this can go over here. Oh my god. Look at what Mama K just sent me. Snoo. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going to send her snoo. Hold on. Please hold. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You, I, I got to finish this, so send her snoo. I'm going to write snoo ii for snoo too. Snoo too. All right. Cool. Can I tell you something silly that happened to me, but also that I'm proud of? Our theater school has like four music theory classes that you're required to take, right? I tested out of the first one, so I didn't have to take it last semester. And then I went to Keep music talking. skills. Keep talking. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I, I tested and then I went to the class that I was supposed to go to and then we did like the syllabus and I was like oh no because I was like I know all the things what do I do <laughs> he was like you can talk to Corey because she teaches the classes for like next year so I talked to her and she was like okay let's set up a zoom and we'll just go through the finals for each of the classes and we'll just see if you can take the finals and if so you'll just test out so long story short, I, I think I was the, I'm the fastest person to pass three classes, like at one, <laughs> because it was like a th less than 30 minute Zoom call. And she was like, yeah, no, this is fine. And I was like, okay, what do I do? And she's like, you're done. And I was like, okay. You graduated, so, you graduated college, you graduated. you're done. So I have to find like other classes to take, but I'm excited about it. But it was just kind of funny because I was like, that's so comical that like, that's something that could happen. Kind of funny like i'm looking at the i'm pulling up the thing right now to do the jam thing and it gives you like all these like randomized you can like pick a name you want to have and it's like you know remember on kahoot when it was like adjective animal was like all like the default yeah. things yes and so like i'm clicking through some of the randomized ones right now and it was like you know subtle frog i'm like i'm not gonna take subtle frog amelia might want subtle frog yeah i need subtle frog okay, I mean, you would type you could type whatever you want to this little box i'm just trying to find like inquisitive coyote that's subtle frog i'm pondering how because i want to make sure i record the jam but then at the same time, like, I'm like, not, I want to be like, it's a fun little way of like, the fun little thing about being like a college level, this is that like, it's probably a fantastic way to differentiate between the zoom audio and my computer's audio. What it is, mm -hmm. I don't know, don't have tech to do that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to plug this cable into my sound recorder. And we're going to see what happens. Sure. <laughs> Let's we'll just do that. introspective frog. <laughs> Okay. So what are we doing? What is happening? I mean, essentially what it kind of just is, is it's like, if you like, you hold your mouse or, you know, click. That, oh, it's this, like music. I thought it'd be kind of nifty if we just like hung out on this for a while and just kind of, just kind of straight vibed. I'm vibing right now. Oh, wait, hang on. I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. So I'm going to mute my mic. And if you meet yours, then we'll have a clean audio feed of the yeah. music and I can slap that in later. Awesome. Let's vibe.
Um, yeah, you're probably right. We should probably wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Let's do. Let, this is the last thirty seconds. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta make a great yeah that was that that was yeah exactly that was great yeah we vibed for about eight and a half minutes that's fantastic oh my god <laughs> that's what we both are just like so enthralled by it it's like maybe i know no i mean i, I mean i understand like you get you know it, like it gets you sit there and do it for a long time it does get kind of like tedious a little bit but at the same time it's like i would listen to that song that's i probably so will fun. like several so, times yeah, just like listen to it yeah yeah i know anyway that's that was my musical thing all right yay Oh yeah, so that's all we have for today. Music, fun. Amelia's back. Great. Thank you again for coming. It's always great to have you on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me again. I love talking to you, obviously. <laughs> but thank yeah, you. Yeah, love fun. It was a great person to talk to you about all things music and, and, and such. Um, be on the lookout for her album whenever that comes out. Um, show her some love. She worked really hard on it for all her peoples. Um, yeah, so that's all we got. Thank you all for listening to the podcast and we'll see you guys all next time on a different topic. We got the beat. I'm better off all by myself Though I'm feeling kind of empty without somebody else So I hear you crying out for help But you never showed for me when I was ringing your cell phone no.